Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if I'm going to sign or no for Olympiakos, I said, you're a pretty good deal, like my friend. I can't speak, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Adi and Costa here. Gate 7 International. Somber mood. Somber Don't sound so depressed. Jesus. <laughs> But we're, we're here... We're here. We're the. We're an outlet for you guys. Let it out. Let it out. That's what we're here for. Post match, we're just gonna let everything out. All right, guys. We're here. We're here to be your therapy. You're here to be our therapy too, because Costa and I are also probably as equally as upset. We're gonna look at the positives. We're gonna look at the negatives. But first things first, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't done so already, don't forget to like and subscribe. The channel continues to grow. We're getting bigger and bigger everywhere on socials we're getting bigger on youtube the channel it, it feels like a week ago we hit 2k subs and it just keeps poof, keeps going man it's fantastic stuff spread the word get the red and white community bigger and quick shout out also the red and white community also got one person bigger maybe you guys were wondering why you hadn't seen costa in a little bit but costa invited the newest member of his family luca The lovely Luca is now here. Costa, congratulations, buddy. Sicaritiria. And we have the newest red and white, maybe future Gate 7 International host as well. <laughs> congratulations, buddy. How's it feel to be a, a dad of yet another child, my friend? Mate, thanks a lot. I'm I'm running on fumes, it has to be said. <laughs> But um, I'm, I watched the game. Uh, my wife's upstairs with a kid. I've been doing night shifts. Yeah, man, very happy. Uh, there are more important things than Olympiacos, of course. Yeah, uh, health. Yeah, so the cosmo, I must go la. Na jeres te tsigogeniasas. But yeah, man, uh, here I am. I watch the game. I'll go back to the family in a bit. I might pop in and out. I know Costadlianos might join as well. But uh, yeah, to, to all the people out there, thanks for the wishes. And if I'm uh, if I'm not around uh, as much as I have been. More recently, you know, there's a very, very good reason for it. And we say that, you know, we are we we have we do have our lives outside of this. We're not paid to do this. We do this because we're fans. So once in a while, we do have our uh, things that pull us away. But so glad to have you back with us, buddy. And guys, before we continue, don't forget uh, for the betting guys that are out there, Gate Seven International. That's the promo code for a 125% deposit boost at betus.com.pa. The link will be in the description of the video. The link is also on our socials, so you can visit it there, use the promo code. And uh, another quick announcement, guys. Earlier today, uh, I on, on Twitter, I actually just kind of posted briefly about uh, the possibility of doing something we're calling the betters corner, which is where I use some statistics and data analytics to kind of go through the games and see where some of the best bets are. And you guys... So there were, or at least everybody that was on Twitter, so there was some great feedback and there was a lot of people that uh, are interested. So we're, we're going to start doing these videos. They're not going to be part of the live shows. They're going to be separate shorts, maybe five to 10 minutes long where I go through, I use the data and try to uh, piece together what some of the best bets will be for Greek Super League, for UEFA competitions and upcoming for the World Cup as well. So we're going to get that started as well for you betting guys that are betting and want to bet along with us. Costa, let, let, the, the comments the comments are already starting, my friend. You've got your Tsikubia. I don't have any. It's one of those nights. It's one of those nights. It's it is one of those nights, man. Uh, quick question from Nolan here: Would betting's corner be solely on Libyakos or for all Greek league? No, it's it won't just be Libyakos. It also won't just be the Greek league. I mean, I'll do UEFA competitions as well. In the beginning, I'll probably focus uh, solely on uh, like the Super League, or sorry, on the Europa League since that's where Libyakos is. But the better I get, the more I'm able to um, watch things, the more I'm able to dissolve, like, or, uh, sorry, absorb information, I'll try and do more and more. So we're just going to get started for now. 
But yeah, that my goal is to do all encompassing for for the entire community. But let's do it, Costa. This is let's let's just get into it. Chat is chat yeah. is up. People are upset. What do you got, man? <laughs> Concept girl show, as DT would say. I'm tired, Robbie. So I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, look, um, I'll say one thing, and we'll, we'll get into it. Already, a lot of really good comments. One thing I want to say, guys, is that it's easy to kick a dead body. I really, I'm fed up to the point that I can't be asked to come and say out here and say, you know, we were bad, we were this, we were, you know, we're not ready. Of course. Right. And there is a comment in here that I want to touch on from Nolan. It says, Corbyn shocker today, but all you hear is it's Martin's fault. And do you know what I have to say to that is this? I said it before. Yeah. Post Martin's stress disorder is what this team has, whether we like it or not. Yeah. And I tweeted out after the end of the game my some of my first thoughts. We already knew that the cards were stacked against this manager. And we got through to the Europa League the way we did. Let's not forget two dramatic qualifiers that went to the wire right down to the end on penalties. We made it through to the Europa League. We made some, we made one really, really good signing. Exceptional signing in Pep Biel and he looks a player. The Marcelo signing, we'll see on the pitch. I do hope that he can help the psychology in the dressing room. And I, because I didn't get to comment on this yesterday, one thing you guys, I think, didn't mention um, was about winning mentality, but also having a player in the dressing room that can do what Samedo did, the good things Samedo did, to bring different parts of the dressing room together. With that alegria, that, you know, that winning mentality. We don't need to talk about who Marcelo is, having played for 16 years for, for Real Madrid, etc. But this, the cards were stacked against Corberan. And then going into the game, he loses two of our best players. Can't hide behind that. Yanem Villa out. Huang, last minute, out. And then what do you do? Like a lot of you in the, in the comments are saying, you know, he hasn't played a back three since joining and he decides to do it today. Did the same of you that are making those comments, would you have been all right seeing Bukalagis and Kunde in a 4-2-3-1? Like you would have been all right with those French, those fit, athletic, tireless French players running up and down. It wasn't the most skillful team in the world. They had a couple of good players. But you guys that are talking about the choice to play three at the back today, would you have been all right with Bukalagis and Kunde in the midfield? I'm not sure, but I'm not the manager. So those are just some, some first thoughts that I have. Look, man. I, I I have like a lot of mixed emotions here because I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty understanding in general. You know what I mean? I don't have the level of frustration and rage that Labro has sometimes after these games. I feel like I'm pretty understanding. I like to, I like to believe I'm pretty analytic uh, analytical, I should say. Um, in the in the pre-match show when Ghost and I were talking, people were under some kind of supposition that somehow Bukalakis was not going to start this game. Somehow, with two midfielders, two of our most important players, Bukalakis wasn't going to start this game. There was no way he wasn't starting this game. He was here. We went with a back three with Retzos. With Retzos, with, with Manola playing in the center, and of course with Cisse. And um, was this the right game to start Retzos in? Did you want to, you know... You guys saw the quality not had on there. I'm sorry, for me, not is not a good team. This was not an impressive opponent. With the passes they were making, the plays that they were making, the mistakes they were making, this was not a good team. We beat ourselves today. And that's what frustrates me the most with this Olympiacos team. What frustrates me more than anything else is when we are a better team than the team that we're playing against, but we beat ourselves. The number of balls that we could not complete in the first half of this game is absurd. If we completed half of those balls downfield, 
that we lost or that we overhit, all of them were pretty much overhit. I don't think there was a single one that was underhit. They were all overhit vastly. Complete half of those, I guarantee you we get two or three more opportunities, good opportunities out of that. But no, we couldn't. Cissé had probably the worst game I've ever seen him play in the red-white shirt. And I, I, I understand why, why there's some people here. I saw there was a comment about Carpetopoulos laughing at people blaming Martins. Um, I, look, a lot. I 100% be, I believe post-Martin stress disorder is a thing. That is a thing. If you, if you don't believe it is, I'm sorry, then you're, you're wrong. But at the same time, there there is some blame to put here with Gorbaran. There is some blame to put on him here. Um, at the same time, not all the blame goes on him. You have to put some blame on the players because he can't play the game for them. He can't complete the passes for them. Some of our players in the first half, Masuras could barely complete a five-foot pass, one touch. Bukalakis, same thing. Mistakes. Bukalakis didn't mark his guy, which led to that goal. He was in front of him. He was supposed to be behind him. Then Manolas makes the the hero slide, which of course we bite it on too. There's there's so many things, so many individual things here. Uh, look, we we've talked about patience. Maybe we need maybe we need pay, more patience than we thought we would. But this we knew we knew this was going to be a difficult ask for Corbeton to do to do something here. We were away in France. Not sucks. But unfortunately, so do we, apparently. There's going to be more time. There, there were some things to like. But the fact of the matter is, this team can't play high tempo for more than 15 minutes. And if we don't do something in those 15 minutes, that's it. That's it. I, until we see some more improvements, like bigger improvements, this is going to be a long season, Costa. I don't know how you feel about that. But that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, mixed emotions. I'm upset. At the same time, I'm trying to see the 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 silver lining here but i'm a mess now i want to address the comment because i have a lot of respect for for Gabetopoulos. i rate him as a journalist in greece <sighs> laughing at those that say it's martin's fault did any of you see what corberan spent most of the game doing today that's all he did forward Get the lines forward. And I'm sorry if that's not post-Martin stress disorder and having that drilled into them for God knows how long to sit behind the halfway line, try a mid-block and then counter. I mean, that's what we tried to do. Not try to do. That's what we did last season and, you know, produced horrible football. And he's screaming at them for most of the game today to get the lines forward. Uh so he's trying to break a, he's trying to break a cycle. He's trying to put his imprint on a team that isn't his yet. He's bought in some pieces. BL coming in, we mentioned. Uh, we Joe's become a starter. El Arabi's apparently become our third striker now, getting paid two million a year. We I thought I thought we saw that very clearly today. Um, but look, in terms of blame, there's plenty to go around. But for me, he's the last one. He's the last one to blame. First the board, then the players, then the manager. For me, in that order. And I think that Corberan could have done some things differently today. I thought that putting Biel out on the wing was a mistake. Huge mistake. We were talking about that leading up to the game. Who's going to bring... Who's going to hold the ball, try and control the tempo. You saw BL try to do that a couple of times today where like you get the ball in midfield, you look forward and think there's nothing on. I'm going to turn back and recycle. So try and get Olympiacos to put a foot on the ball, have some possession, you know, try and build some confidence. Uh, and when he moved into the centre of the park, the first kind of 15, 10, 15 minutes of the second half, we had some some good possession. We moved the ball around, created some some chances, some half chances, and he's involved in Avila's chance in the first half as well, where uh, Avila does the does the cut back onto his left foot and it's it goes a little bit over top of the bar. So, yeah, I didn't like that he started on the wing. I thought it was a waste. I also thought 
Um, I thought the yeah the, the Camara AK forty seven out of nowhere after not playing since since uh, since the game in Israel all of a sudden, and the the guy's touch was really heavy. What can you say? I mean, the guy hasn't played. He's not match fit. He's not match fit, guys. And and, and for those of you that do follow me on on Twitter, um, I'm going to repeat what I what I said there. Unfortunately. The team is playing right now as if we're playing friendlies. Retzos played in a back three with Manolas and Cisse. It's the first time we've ever seen that back three play together. And, you know, what, what happened? What was the result? Retzos didn't step up when we ate the first goal. And the offside trap was broken. And he's through on goal. Bam. 1-0. Easy as that. And Corbran's still trying to find his... His best eleven. Uh, Biel has played less than two games, less than two full games. Huang the same, Weijo that is up front because he's going to be our number one striker this season. We're playing with Avila as our mainstay right back, which is not what we signed him for. Nope. And I appreciate his work rate, uh, but he's not good enough. He's good enough as a as a backup right back, as we said when we brought him in. Vasalko is back in training. I don't know how quickly he's going to get back into the team, but you hope that finally he gets over some of those injuries and he can start playing because these are the types of games that we brought him in for. He hasn't played. Yeah. There are this is it, guys. And the difference between preseason and now is that when you lose a game in preseason, you say, like, okay, it's preseason. We learn. We roll with the punches. We get better. But again, the managers trying to deal with the situation where he's essentially doing a pre-season with inofficial matches. And when results don't go your way for a new manager, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to turn the tide. It's hard to get the players to believe that they can flick the switch and play the way that he wants to play. But also not getting the results, it means that the confidence still remains low. And yeah. all of those things, they they add up together. And it's not helping him trying to get the team to play the way that he wants the team to play. So I, I sound like a broken record when I say we have to be patient. Uh, and, and Labro, to his credit, I um, I read one of his tweets he said, yeah, we have been talking a lot about patience, patience, patience. But, you know, there's another word that begins with P and that's progress. We want to see progress. And I do think that there are elements that we see from Corberan and what he wants to do. He wants to bring in footballers that play football, yeah, not just people that run. That was one thing that Martins was right. criticised about. And, um, you know, the, the truth hurts, guys, in that, that it's going to be a really long slog until until November, until the World Cup. And for me, for me, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not hiding behind anything. But if I'm another team going into that Europa League draw that took place a week a week ago, whatever it was, I'm begging to get Olympiagos from the first pot. Me too. That's, that's the truth. That's that's the truth. Everyone wanted us from pot one. And uh, we'll be lucky for, for me, this is this is this is what I believe. I think we'll be lucky to finish third. Yes, in this group, I'm um, I'm gonna put it out there straight up, straight up. We'll be lucky to finish third. That should be our realistic objective to try and get as many points as we can and make sure that we continue playing football in Europe after the World Cup. Um, and hope, and the other hope is that we try and stay close in the in the top positions in the Greek league, because I, you know, Volos is going to be a tough game on the weekends. That's that's my that's my realistic take on you know where we are, what our objectives should be, plain plain and simple. Uh, I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, I I do have a uh, I just I have I do have one question, and th you know uh, again uh, I'm not I'm not going to put as much blame about on Corberan uh, things like that. I, but I do have a, a question regarding some players. Uh, you brought up Avila briefly, and uh, you know there were there were things I thought Avila did that was okay. But 
What does it take for us to get Oleg to take the space that's given to him? How many times did this guy have 20 meters of space in front, but he stops and he's doing this, calm down, slow down. What the fuck is that about? Can you explain that to me? There's no way that that's instruction from Korbaran. Settle down, settle down. What? There's no way. You have 20 meters of space in front of you. Take the space. Take the space. Go at the guy. I'm begging you. Just go. You don't have to take the guy on, but take the space that's given to you. Please. I beg of you. Why can't we do that? What, what's wrong? Why can't, our, you know, Avila, to his credit, at least could do some things. And, and you know, he, he his work rate in the second half, he lost the ball, won the ball back, and manufactured that um, that opportunity. Uh, then, of course, he overhits the cross. But can't we what, – what's wrong? Why can't we take the space? What's going on with this? More more post-Martin stress disorder? Look, in the end, um, I, have, I, I have a really scary feeling. And I have a really scary feeling that the results are going to continue get um, – they're going to continue to be a little bit sketchy as we try to find um, – ways to win, ways to improve. And my deepest concern is that as things, if things don't, if we don't see the improvements, like if we don't get our first European win since Fenerbahce, there's going to be problems. And Corberon's going to become the face of those problems. And at this point, I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if by winter, we see we see the club or you know things going after Corbaron. Maybe talk, he gets fired if things stay like this. The small improvements have to get bigger. I've been talking about how there's small there's small improvements here and there in the data with some of the ways getting forward. Today, I don't think we saw them as much. Of course, with so many balls mishit balls here and there. At some point the improvements have to get better and quick because the patience that the fan base, which we should have is not going to last very long. If things stay like this, we have to just be honest. We have to be very honest about that. What we have suffered as a fan base through with Martins, it's, Things have to get better, and he's got to find a way to get it soon. I know we had some things to deal with today, injuries, what have you, but there I, I don't know. In my eyes, there were some other things that could have been done. Venner, Valbuena could have been brought on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Something's got, something has to happen because he will be in trouble. He will be in trouble. Mark my words, come by December, if things don't improve, he will be in trouble. I just don't see any way around that, knowing how the club is. Yeah. Like some of you are going, oh, you know, did Martins bring Abu Bakar Kamara on? Well, he's the one that bloody wanted him in the first right. place. And I'm not, I'm not going to play that game like blame him, blame the other. Corberan, really? Some of you are going at Corberan already? Yeah, he made some decisions that, like I said, I disagreed with yeah. today. I probably would have brought in El Arabi even in his form ahead of Kamara. Hasn't played since July. He's been injured. But seriously, like giving shit to the manager, what do you want? You want Takis Lemonis to come in in December? There's Be worse. real. There's Be real. Worse. Like the, the board, they made their bed. Now now we all got to sleep in it. Yeah. Now we all got to sleep in it. And you can't you can't just flick a switch and ask for this team to become the Olympiacos that we love and want to see. I'm sorry, it's not going to be that kind of season. It's going to be it's going to be one of those guys. Uh, are you guys surprised that we lost today? Honestly, like with those with those players that were missing in midfield as well. The the manager hasn't man, hasn't he hasn't been able to pick a stable starting eleven. Josh Bowler came on today. Yeah. You saw you saw flashes of it of what he can do, but that's all you're going to be able to see in a game of today's level playing in Europe. You what what can you what could you realistically ask of Josh Bowler today? 
you, you, you want to see some flashes. You're not expecting him to be playing one-twos and have chemistry with his teammates. doesn't even know what their names are. He's been there for, what, four or five days. Pep Biel was training for one and a half days and he makes the starting lineup immediately. He's trying to bring the players in. He's trying to get them playing how he wants to play. Sorry again, like, but got to give this some time. There's no perfect manager. Hell, Olympiacos fans gave shit to Ernesto Valverde when he came in and lost 3-0 to Anorthosi. Some of you might be too young for that. Our fan base gave shit to Ernesto Valverde. They were, they were fans that wanted him out. Oh, yeah. After we after we got knocked out by uh, by Anorthosi, Timur gets by a fucking embarrassing. I, I I don't know sometimes. Like Olympiacos fans were were a funny were a funny people, man. That we are, but tell tell me you don't see like okay, I there I don't see how we beat Freiburg next week. So we lose we lose to Freiburg, right? Okay, let's assume things go decently well in Greece. We lose again, Europa League game number three. Tell me that you don't see pressure starts getting put on Corberan. No, no, uh, it's. I'm not saying to... I would. I'm not saying it's... necessarily I would. I prefer. I prefer consistency. Look, if we ride it out, if it, if it, if the season sucks. You know what? We give we give him the season. See if he can manage it. I want to give coaches a full season. I'm not this guy that cuts the coach and runs after two, three months, six months. But tell me that you don't see if the results don't improve. If you know Freeburg, forget about it. We're losing. I don't see how anything comes from that game. But if we don't beat Garabag, tell me you don't see pressure put on him. No, absolutely. I think yeah. it's the the easy thing for the the easy thing to do is to target the manager. Always is. And say it's his fault. It's the easiest thing to do. But I, I, I said my, my view already. And yes, uh, a lot of a lot of you have said this. Like, why didn't Valbuena come on today? I think the the the, the players coming from France, like Valbuena, El Arabi, you know, they had an, an extra kind of motivation going into today's game because yeah. you know, they've they've come out of that league. And and I we know that Jan and Villa was was very disappointed that he didn't get the opportunity to travel and, and play in the game. You know, as much as as much as the team missed him, like on a personal level for him, it sucked, like missing the game today. So I agree. I thought Valbuena had uh, 10, could could play 10, 15 minutes, a set piece, something. Even Huang Imbom, I thought, you know, doesn't he have 15 minutes in him? Like 15, 20 minutes at the end of the game? Why is he on the bench? Like, why do they take him with if if he's if he's hurt? that's a question I have for the manager. Sure. Sure. Let's, let's talk about that. No, honestly, man, I believe if he had 15 minutes in him, if the pain was manageable, I believe he would have thrown him in. That's the risk though, as well, isn't it? Because we know that he was injured. He was out for 25 days before he signed for us. He had a, he had a knock. So the risk is you're going to put him in It's one, one. Can we hold the lead? Should I risk throwing him in to go for the winner, which all of us wanted? We thought, come on, these guys are vulnerable. Like we can, we can put a creative player on and you know make a nice pass. You said it already at the beginning of the uh, of the episode. Just the passing was so sloppy, so wayward, lack of concentration. And oh my god, how have we not talked about this yet? We talked about it off camera. Again, stoppage time. We eat a goal in stoppage time yeah. again. It happened against Haifa. It happened against Slovan Bratislava. It happened against uh, against Apollon uh, Limassol. It happened again today. It's the same old story. Sit back. We try and soak up the pressure. Then we eat it. So this is, When you concede, I'm telling you, as teams I played on and the teams that have conceded in 90th minutes when I played, this it's here. You can see goals in the 90th minute. It's here. Everybody's tired. Everybody's tired in the 90th minute. Teams that have strong psychology, strong mentality, don't concede goals in the 90th minute. They're giving every last thing they have not to do it. This team always concedes. This this team in the 90th minute is thinking about yeah. finishing up and going home. Weak mentality. And we saw the weak mentality with Martins. It hasn't, it hasn't gone away. It hasn't gone away. And – Evidence, 
evidence. Just that, who, who's going to come, Nolan, to manage this team? Like We had a discussion earlier in, in our group about, oh, we should have signed Bilic. We need, I, I was one of those that, that thought we need an authoritarian manager. But looking at what we're seeing again, like, what's, what, I don't know. This is this is hypothetical what we're talking about, but what good right. would a Bilic have done if he just come in and start shouting at people all the time? Right? Would that have gotten worse? Would the players have like I don't, you need if you're going to have a player and authoritarian coach? And before I continue with that thought, I just want to read that comment for the audio listeners. Uh, that was from um, Nolan Lindner Fox. He said, um, uh, "Will Corbinon's lack of experience eventually cost us in this group?" I'm going to tell you something. I've had very authoritative coaches in my life. If you don't have a strong mentality as a player or as a team, that will work against you every time. I have played on uh, – I did play on one team where – I didn't play on that team very long. Very weak mentality. Players were very – I don't want to say depressed, but you know, didn't look – they always thought they were going to lose all the time. And uh, somebody took over that was a coach that was just dictator. Because the hope was that he would whip a bunch of people into shape. And let me tell you, most of the other guys didn't survive. In the end, it worked out because those players left. Players came in with a stronger mentality. But we don't have time to change players right now. There, you can't do that. You bring in a strong, uh, an authoritarian coach with a bunch of players with weak mentality. That works against you. That works against you. That, so... I don't know, man. At this point, at this point, I couldn't tell you that there's a lot that has to be worked out. And I think getting that first win in uh, in in Europe is huge for that. It's huge for that building confidence. Maybe building off of that, getting um, um, getting more uh, wins in Greece. You know, not frustrating wins. Getting good wins in Greece also will help with that confidence. The the this team needs to build confidence that's will court you know you could there there's an argument to be made okay you know and i've been seeing this a lot on social media is corbett on out of his depth here is he uh did he is he biting off more than he can chew and you know what maybe there's an argument to be made about the championship i will say this though the championship it's not like it's a nothing league it's a tough division there's pressure there, and he did he did almost something from from nothing with that team, and that that says something. But he had time. Remember, he had he had time to build that stuff together with with Huddersfield. It took him two seasons, man. He finished twentieth in his first season. Yeah, he two seasons to put that together. So, look, you have to think that this is a long term appointment. It has to be. It's, like it's a project appointment. It's like, okay, we're going to have some pain this year, but hopefully yeah. we have enough to win the league because we have better players. Fuck, come on, we have a better roster than the other Greek teams. As much as, as much as like, you know, Panathinaikos is a good manager this season. They didn't make a lot of changes to the squad. They made a few additions. Decent, you can say, like good for the Greek league. But we should have enough to take it over the line. And having the playoffs, if we're close going into the playoffs, I said hopefully already by Christmas, then we can go and take the league and then work for Europe next season. And I'm sorry, like, yeah, we're having this conversation in September and we're talking about next year already in Europe, like this season's over. But let's be real. Yeah. Uh, but my only hope is that we don't lose sight of the fact that this is a bit of a disaster that he has to clean up and going into the winter. You know what I mean? I, I hope that we don't take drastic action ahead of time. Look, man, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but uh, I don't, um, I don't know, man. It's, it, it honestly just feels like this is going to be one of those seasons where we're, 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 we're just kind of stuck. You know what I mean? We, we, we have the mess. You brought it up. We have the mess that we've been put in. You know what I mean? Resulting from the board putting the trust in the wrong person. Failing to, I'd say, adequately clean up that mess. And, and now we're here. And that's not to say that there, there aren't good signs. I think that there have been some good signs. 
in terms of some interplay, you know, we always get a good 15 minutes each game out of this team where we see some nice one touch, some things being played. Um, it's uh, th- there are some good things that happen, right? What we need to make sure we're doing and something we failed to do, especially in the first half, Pep BL has to be ways we get him more involved. Can't be playing him on the wing. He needs to be more central. He needs to be involved because when he's involved, things were happening. Great player. And I'm sure when he's involved with Wang Bomb and when Yan and Vila's around, we're going to see better things as well. It just sucks that there's so little depth in some of these situations. Um, I'm going to get to the comments, guys. You've heard us talk a lot. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. We got a lot of comments that we started to go through. Uh, I've seen a lot of comments. Uh, Mourinhacos, I'll be really fast. Oleg Bukhalakis, Masuras, out. Then really bad performance from Sisang. Kunde, Avila was really unstable as well. Manolas was solid. BL really good as well. Mourinhacos, I'm going to tell you something, and a lot of you guys aren't going to like to see this. We can't afford to get rid of Bukhalakis and Masuras. We won't make the quota. We won't make the quota for homegrown players. So that's guys, they're they're not going anywhere anytime soon, even in the winter. Unless you want to trust some academy guys. Maybe we should have. Maybe a doy should have been thrown out there. In my opinion, we didn't once we went down, I don't I didn't think we had as much to lose. I would have been uh I would have not minded to see that. Um let's see, we got some more. We got some more comments here, Costa. I was pulling up comments, just tacking on uh, uh, Josh Gree here. Huang and Avila's absence had a big impact on us. Yeah, we talked about that before, man. A hundred percent. Those those two are, you know, maybe without counting Pep BL, they've become the most important members of this team. There was a reason in the press conference, there was a question about Jan and Vila, and Corberon addressed that. He He plays one of the most important roles of this team, and it's that pivot. The link between the defense and the offense. His distribution is so good. He's such a, a stable player, such a great player. We need him. That, that, that's that's the point. And we don't have enough. We don't. You see what we have when he's not there. It's Bukalakis. We know the limits. We know the good, but we also know that without confidence, he can be very bad. Right. Sorry, I had to deal with something. Of course. <laughs> so I just want to bring this comment up. It says, Bidic rejected managing the team, taking into account the situation. Um, we can't know that for sure, but probably right, mate. There's another thing that I think a lot of us may have forgotten about. And um, we were told that a technical director would be in beginning of September. Julien Fournier. That name fell off the radar. God knows what's happened there, but you wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he's also looked at the situation and thought, maybe this is a bit too much for me this season. So, just wanted to bring that one up. From Uh, Aris Galamati's opinions on each player individually. You know, at the, you know, we might, we might do player ratings, but, uh, you know, at least we can say like, maybe we'll just say like, you know, make it very clear. Good or shit? Or do you want to include like a third level? Like, eh, so-so. I mean, who was good? I mean, who was good? I'd say Pep I'd say I'd say Pep Biel. Above average. recent opportunities that we had were when he got involved. Now, maybe there's blame to place on him that he wasn't getting involved enough in the first half. But, you know, maybe being played out wide worked against him and we should have figured out how to get him involved sooner. But... Look at some of the best opportunities we have where when he got involved in some of the buildup, he was able to interplay with the guys. So I think uh, maybe 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 we give him. We can start from the back. We can start with Vachlik. Shit? So-so or bad? I Honestly, mate, like, I can't say for anyone today. Yeah. I, I know you want to play the game, but like honestly, for me, <laughs> no, for me, no one was good. No one was way no one was near good enough. No sevens. There's no sevens for anybody today. No, everything is like six and a half and below. I was like thinking even, that the same thing. You know, if I, you take if you take football manager like ratings as six and a half as your starting point, then everyone's nearly everyone's below. Nearly everyone is below that. Maybe maybe BL 
because he's got half an assist. You know, we we didn't even manage to put the ball in the back of the net. But they had to do they had to do that for us. Well, let me let me ask you regarding Vachlik. Do you blame him at all for the goal? We talked about this a little bit. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Yeah, yeah. Because I, maybe, I, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say, and, which is maybe maybe Jose Sarr stops those goals. Maybe. Right. Maybe he stops those goals. He did have a couple of decent saves today. He did have a couple of decent ones. He did. He could. It could have been four or five. Right. Exactly. So so now the uh, maybe in chat, you guys let us know, too, if you if you blame Bachelik for the goal, because there were a couple of people that thought his positioning was bad. Um, I do know from stuff that we've been told by goalkeeping coaches and from some goalkeepers as well, that what Vachlik did for the goal was the right thing to do. He closed down the near post. He sat there. Uh, but there were some people that thought his positioning was off and that he didn't react fast enough to stop the shot. So whether you think he was at fault for the goal or not, perhaps Jose Sa could have saved that. But if you if you don't believe he was at fault, for the goal, then he would be one. Maybe you say had a good game. Yeah. Now again, for me, just no one, no one near good enough today. Uh, I want to. This comments come up a lot today uh, from from Manos. People talking about Garibes' comments about us wanting to win the Europa League, and Manos is saying that we shouldn't be saying those kinds of things given the context. I I agree, and you know, Mano, you asked the question about Marcelo as well, and um. I think I think the fans kind of needed a bit of hype, something to be happy about, something to get the fans uh, get the fans in a better mood. But but it is papering over cracks. There's no doubt about it, and it shouldn't it sh- we sh- it shouldn't we shouldn't allow allow ourselves to be to be blinded from from the truth. Is I guess what I'm saying. And at this point, I'm I'm really sorry, but I have to go because my son is waking up, and I have uh, I have parenting duties to do uh ari <laughs> sorry to, sorry to leave you man like there's there's a lot of people here that that chat and if you can keep going keep going i apologize uh but uh family first guys if you like yeah if you like your buddy congratulations again thank you and you we're not time, gonna guys. go guys we're not gonna go too much longer here i do want to uh address some of your comments as well so but manos more addressing this comment i'm gonna ask i want to ask you guys a question Right. So because I I understand I understand why why you brought that comment up. But at the same time, let's say Garibes said something different, like, oh, uh, you know, maybe Europa League's outside of what we can accomplish. What would be the first thing Libyakos fans say? They don't believe in the club. They don't they don't believe in the project. This isn't the Libyakos mentality. So I feel like it's kind of like one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't things. Um. I, I don't see a lot of people may, okay, maybe he shouldn't have said that, but I don't see a lot of people liking people not having high high goals, high targets. I don't know. That's just that's just how uh, I look at it. Uh, comment here from book. Alibiakos, zero chances, one goal, not bad at all, but in realistic vision, there's a big difference between French teams and Greek teams in fitness condition. Generally, book, yes, I, I agree with you, but I'm sorry, this not team. Is not good. They just weren't good. No, you, there's no way you can you can convince me that this not team was good. This team was not like this was an average team, guys. Let's be honest. The fact that we lost to this team sucks. I mean, it does. We're not. I'm not putting blame on anybody here right now. I'm just saying that this was not a good look. This team was not good. But look. Uh, I'm not going to continue to repeat myself with some of those things. Uh, Manos G7. Again, Adi, can you really handle the psychological football trombles all by yourself? I'm going to try, man. A few, a few more minutes, I'm going to handle it. Then I'm going to pull my hair out on the way home. So uh, more comments coming in. Um, uh, more comments coming in from you guys. Let's see. I get, I get the mentality of Garebe, okay? But please stop saying it every single year. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, you got me there. TF91, you got me there, buddy. Um, there, uh, <laughs> uh, you got me there, buddy. Uh, so, and, and yeah, that does speak to that does speak to. Okay, if they're if they're bad, what were we? I got you. Yeah, but you're 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 right, man. You're right. Um, 
the they did have a couple of good players. Greek Calcio here. Nantes had three players going tonight. Uh, uh, Muhammad, uh, Gassan, and you're talking about Simon. Um, yeah, and that's we knew that going into that. Um, uh, Olympiacos FR, Olympiacos France, um, and uh, our friend Martial, a new, new member of the Red White family. He mentioned that those guys were going to be the uh, um, they were going to be the guys. Uh, got a little bit of a troll here. Uh, yeah, man, look, you disagree with me. That's fine. Everybody has their opinion here. That's why we love it. We all have different opinions. Share them. You disagree with me. That's fine. I'm not going to tell you that your opinion is less valid than mine. I'm a fan just like you, buddy. Uh, T.S. Bangoa, Adi, where do you think we'll finish in the group? Where do I, where do I, I always hoped that we would be at least top two, but realistically, uh, the way we've been playing, I think third, I think third is, uh, even that sometimes feels like a stretch, but I think I think we can do third. I think it's unf it's unfortunate to say I don't like being pessimistic about it, but I think that right now the way we're playing, this team is conference league level, and unfortunately, it is what it is. And that's and you know what? If we can go there and we can do something, make it to that point, improve step by step, I I could change my mind there. But the way the team's playing right now is it, it's it's conference league level guys that's on that's the unfortunate thing we need to see more improvements to really really say otherwise solomon yoker here what we need to have in our mind is that there's a possibility the good players that came in the season will be dragged down it's not easy to handle losing mentality this is true yeah it's unfortunately negativity spreads like wildfire it, re it really does look look at what happens after a loss Right. All it takes is a couple of people to get upset. It trickles. Everybody gets upset and the situation becomes very negative. And Solomon follows up by saying this is dangerous. Uh, yes, in a manner of speaking, because if we want to be the team that leads Greek football from that respect, we have to be consistent. We have to be we have to be able to to weather certain things, to believe in a plan, to believe in a process. So if we believe in the process of Corberon, we stick through him through this. It might suck. We might lose more. Might get kicked out of Europe, but we stick with the process in that respect. Question is: Are Libyakos fans? Is the board willing to do that? My suspicion is no. I don't think so. I I honestly, not say, not saying that I would be the one that gives him the axe. I'm just saying. I don't believe these clubs fans are willing to put up with that long enough to believe in a process to deal with that. We mentioned before at Huddersfield, he had two years to put some, something together. Do you guys think Olympiacos fans, look at, look at what we've seen in the comments already. Do you guys think you guys, other Olympiacos fans are willing to give that much time to Corberan? Uh I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised personally if that isn't the case. I'm just saying that. Greek Gauchio, uh, minutes 45, 65 was our glimmer of hope tonight. A glimmer, Jekyll and Hyde, unfortunately. Yeah, dude, this this team has consistently put some performances together. You, we'll have always 15, 20 minutes out of a game where things look good. And you think, man, where was this last year? Man, this team can actually play some ball. It's unfortunate that we can only get 15, 20 minutes. I think that speaks to the fitness of the team. More comments from you guys. Uh, Aguilos Siopis, will Conference League be a new fresh start? I think that it will help the team get back in shape and for Corberon to learn and improve the team. Let's hope that we can even make it that far. Let's, let's hope we can make it that far. Look, I... I'm trusting the process. As sometimes as negative as things sound, as upset as we sound, I'm trusting the process. There are people that we have been spoken to. And a lot of people seem to think that the coach has good ideas. A lot of people th seem to think on the ground, at least seem to think that there's, there's something there, but it's going to need time. It's going to need time. And the reason I say this is because 
the what we saw on the field, the players regressing and starting to sit deeper, you saw Corberon. And Costa brought this up. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the show. You see him constantly on the sideline telling everybody to push up, trying to get the line higher. He wants, he wants everybody to get forward. He wants to be more aggressive, more offensive, which to me indicates that the team still he's still trying to break the habits and the routines uh from Pedro Martins. That's some of the things that give me hope. Plus these 15, 20 minute, these 15, 20 minute periods where we're actually playing ball, actually playing bala. That gives me some hope that that there's something there, but he's got to work on that. And if the fitness levels aren't there, guys, this is going to be a really long, um, really long season. But we see my we've been seeing minor improvements. It's not right now, those improvements aren't materializing into goals, but they're small improvements. You've seen them on our socials. We've seen we've seen different, you know, the amount of touches that we're getting in penalty area, the the amount of balls being played into danger areas, the amount of touches, the amount of passes. We're seeing small things, guys, uh, here and there. Things that things that tell us that the improvements are being made compared to last season. They just haven't materialized, unfortunately, into better results. More comments we're going to get into, guys, and I'm going to close up shortly. Um, uh, where did I leave off here? <laughs> Damien Blahos, you're killing me, man. It's tough waking up at 5 a.m. for rubbish. Uh, one of our Australians. Sorry, buddy. I, I am so sorry that you woke up to witness that, buddy. TF91, I believe conference is the best option for us, but at least I want to see us either quarter or semifinals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Uh, comment here from Notis SK. Adi, slightly off topic. Do you guys have any news from the club or Cosmo Day on streaming options for those living abroad? Guys, we are still working on this. We haven't stopped, unfortunately. Trust me, we are very aware of the issues. Um, and we've been in touch. This this has been a much more complicated issue than it should have been. But no, it's Greece, guys. The Everything's complicated. TV rights issues especially. We are still working on it. When we get more news, you guys will be the first to know. Trust me, if we have good news, if I have good news, I will share it immediately. But this is something we've been constantly, we have gone through so many different people back and forth, back and forth, trying to get answers, trying to get information. Uh, this side, this side of the pond, European side of the pond, we're working on this all the time. Look at my eyes, DC. Uh, Marcelo and Versalico needs to play next week. Also, we need to keep our golden duo and Villa Huang safe. Well, <laughs> that's the that seems to be the key once our key guys go missing you guys see what what we have on the pitch i'm hoping versalico makes it back man i told you guys in the deep dive in the scouting report if he can stay healthy and play for us he'll be the best right back we've had since torosidis marcelo i think marcelo has a lot to offer He's 34 i've already made my opinion clear about it why i think it was a good signing for the team uh uh, Aris Galamati's opinion on Retzos. Look, aside from the fact that uh, I was worried he was going to get injured the whole time, I don't know if that's bad to say. I thought he, I thought there were moments where he he grew into the game. He had a very heavy touch to start the game off. Um, definitely did not seem in sync with the other players, but there was enough. There was enough for me to see that at least gives me hope that going forward he can offer something for this team. Uh, and guys, really quickly before uh, we go into some of the last comments here, don't forget, uh, if you haven't done so already, like and subscribe. We do have the giveaway coming up for hitting 2K. We did not forget about that. The giveaway is coming. We will be doing that. So keep an eye out on socials. We're going to be advertising that giveaway very soon, and you could be the proud owner of something very in that very special giveaway. So spread the red, white, and community. Spread the love and help us make the fan voice, the fan community for this channel, even bigger. So I'm going to get through a couple more comments, guys. Then we're going to close up because uh, it is getting late for everybody. And there will be much more coming. We do have a game coming up this weekend as well. But uh, some more comments here. Uh, uh, Nolan Lindner Fox, for me, Retos is at fault for the first. That was technically Bukhalakis' man. He was caught ahead of him. I understand why you think Retzos is at fault for the first. But technically, that's Bukhalakis' man. 
Uh, I'll say that at least. Um, the whole thing, uh, Manos G7, the whole thing with the Avila air condition, a joke, or did it really happen this way? Come on, guys. In Greece... In Greece, they they always used to, or at least my yeah, I always used to say if you keep your the AC on, if you keep the AC on too long, you get the kriosi. That's scientifically, that's probably not uh, the way it goes, but that's that was always the saying in Greece. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that's listen. He was sick. Whether it was the whether it was the air conditioning's fault, who knows, man? It's he got sick. That's all we can say. He was sick. Wasn't there. Wanted to be there. And Vila's a, a high-level competitor. If there was any way he could have played, I believe he would have played 100%. So uh, moving on moving on for that. Um, Adi's following up on the Retzos comment. He was behind the two other CBs providing cover. Yeah, and and that's why I say I understand why you, you say that's his fault because he is partially. If he's supposed to be covering, then he's supposed to be at help there. Yes. But be the direct the first point, the way I look at it when it's a, a person's fault, I look at first of all, who was the primary man mark there? And it was Buchalakis. So that was Buchalakis's guy, first and foremost. He failed. Retzos is supposed to be kind of like the next line of defense because you had Manola who slid. There, I've been seeing people arguing whether he should have slid or should not have slid. Maybe it was a little too aggressive, maybe it was eh. but that's Manola. Manola slides, that's what he does. It, it, he missed, and he exposed himself, and Retzos didn't cover. It's not solely – I don't put that solely on Retzos. For me, the error primarily is with Bukhalakis. But, yes, they, they, he shares blame in that too because he's supposed to be the anchor uh, to cover for that. Uh, that's how uh, That's how I see it. Aniato 7, I hope Marcelo brings winning mentality. You and me both. He's a personality, and we've been lacking that in the locker room ever since we lost Semedo. So um, – that's how it that's how it goes. We'll see. Look, we'll see, man. He's um there's a lot of I'm not gonna talk too much with the the Marcelo bit again because we've already addressed this before. Marcelo the we the club signed him and you guys saw what it did for the club, the exposure for the club. If nothing else, that's what he brought the club. If nothing else. But his ability alone, I think he contribute in a manner. I don't think he's going to be our end-all, be-all, but I think he will contribute to this team. Personally. That's how I looked at it. That's how I looked at it when I discussed it in the pre-match. Uh, that's how That's how I, I see this, this transfer. I see this transfer as, at the worst, it was a very, it was a very good PR move, we'll say. At, at worst. Nolan Linder Fox, do you think the second goal was a foul or no? It was a foul. Yeah. It was a foul. I, I I believe it was a foul. But we don't we don't put everything on the ref in this show. We focus on the performance of the uh we're we're not doing the Greek thing where it's oh, you know, we should have won, the refs are against us. We don't we don't really do that here. I agree with you it was a foul, but we didn't lose we didn't lose this game. We didn't lose this game, so to speak, because of that foul. We lost this game because of the performance. AK-47 has to get up. Uh, professional football, you you get up. You get up and you track back. That's how a footballer should play. So that that's my thoughts on it. So uh, look, I'm going to close by saying this, guys. The I know things seem bleak. Continue to trust the process. This is a tough result for a lot of you. I know you guys were hoping for something better. It was a first, the first game away against an unimpressive opponent. I was at least hoping for a draw. Realistically, the way we've been playing, I wasn't expecting a win. Um, I hoped for a draw. I thought maybe we could get that one point. I thought it would have been great, all things considered. But we got a loss. Look, first game away, we kind of were expecting this. Freeburg, I'm not expecting anything really much out of that either. If we can salvage some points out of the final four games, we'll see. Keyword here is patience. We need a little bit more patience than we expected, but that is the name of the game. Give give Corbett on patience. Let's hope he can make something out of this mess. And 
we will uh, TF91. We we will. Yeah, we usually do post matches, whether it's going to be directly after the game uh, or a little bit later. We are going to do. We always do episodes on Sundays, one way or another. So there will be a match, or there will be an episode. So hopefully we have something more cheery to talk about then, and it's not a little bit more doom and gloom like this. But we will have something to talk about. Thank you guys. Thank you everyone that was listening, especially if you made it this far. Gate Seven International by the fans for the fans. We're always here for you. Good times, bad times vent bad games like this we're here for you guys to vent but in the great times we're also here to all get together and take joy in the results it's a tough time for libyakos but we're trusting the process we're hoping gorbaron can do something with this we're going to continue to support the team one way or another because that's what we do as a red white community kalinitha everybody and as always we'll see you next time Gatiba!